Hello, I'm Andrew Martin. This is Bulldog Insider for Sunday, December 29th, 2019. Tonight on Bulldog Insider, Derek Carr and the Raiders needed everything to go right for them to make the playoffs. That didn't happen. The Fresno State men's basketball team had a feeling of deja vu yesterday. We'll talk about that. And since it's our last show of 2019, we put a bow on our Bulldogs Give Back series with special guest Terry Toomey. And we take a look back at the year in Fresno State Athletics. Now, KC24's Bulldog Insider, presented by Fashion Furniture. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bulldog Insider, the last Bulldog Insider of 2019. Today also happens to be the last day of the NFL's regular season. The Raiders came into today with a chance to make the playoffs. Here's how it had to happen for Derek Carr and his teammates. Oakland needed to beat Denver, have Pittsburgh and Tennessee lose, and have the Colts win. Also, one of the following teams had to win or tie for the Raiders to win the strength of victory tiebreaker. Chicago, Detroit, Los Angeles Chargers, or New England. If all of this happened, the 8-8 eight and eight Raiders would get the sixth seed in the AFC playoffs. So what did happen? Well, the Raiders lost. We'll get to that. But it wouldn't have mattered because Tennessee won before the Raiders game was over. The Steelers did lose. The Colts did not win. And of the teams that had to win or tie, only the Bears were able to do that. Bottom line, the Raiders did not make the playoffs. But they could still finish the season with a 500 record before moving to Las Vegas. Let's go around the league. Brought to you by Nissan. And let's go to the end of this one. Raiders down seven with 11 seconds to play. Derek Carr finds Hunter Renfro for a three-yard touchdown. Coach Gruden opts to go for two and the win. So the team lines up for the attempt. Carr's pass batted down at the line of scrimmage. Raiders lose 16-15. to Carr was 29 of 46 for 391 passing yards in the game. I think it's frustrating just because I'm older. You know, I think some of the young guys are happy. You know that, uh, you know that, you know that it's trending upward. But I think as I'm a six-year guy, it's like this isn't, you know, this isn't good enough. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's, it's weird. You know, us older guys, me, Rodney, Tyre, Lamarcus. You know, we've, you know, we we we're kind of like. Yeah, it's trending the right way, and we're excited about that, which is good for the organization, but at the same time, it's not good enough, you know. Um, and so we're kind of stuck in that weird place, uh, you know, but we just keep plugging. You know, I, I will say that I am very proud of our team uh, for being very resilient. Um, you know, we did some things that, let's just be real, no one thought we were going to do. And uh, that part of it feels good, but I think you guys know me well enough by now. It's, you know, you don't, you don't finish with a win at the end of the season, last game of the year in February, it really doesn't matter. Meanwhile, in Detroit today, the Packers came from behind to beat the Lions. Devontae Adams was their leading receiver. Seven catches for 93 yards and this 20-yard touchdown. Green Bay finishes the regular season with a record of 13-3 and and a first-round bye in the NFC playoffs. Elsewhere around the league, Tyler Davison had two tackles for the Falcons today, one of them solo in a win over the Buccaneers. Curtis Riley was the leading tackler for the Raiders today. He had seven. And Damari Scott had one kick return for the Giants for 17 yards, one punt return for negative three yards. From the NFL to college football, there are still quite a few bowl games left, two involving Mountain West teams. The conference is three and two in bowl games thus far this season. 
Utah State and Boise State lost their bowl games, but then San Diego State, Hawaii, and Air Force won theirs. Next up for the conference, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. That's on Tuesday, New Year's Eve, between Wyoming and Georgia State. Then on Friday, Nevada plays Ohio in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Up next on the Bulldog Insider, we're talking basketball. The Fresno State women had a great day yesterday. The men did not. That's next. Being paralyzed defensively. Unforced turnovers offensively. Rush shots, panic shots. Not being able to close. We have to get better at that. It's been a rough week for the Fresno State men's basketball team. The Bulldogs played two games this week, both at home. They lost both after having big second-half leads in both. Monday's game was against San Francisco. The Dogs led by eight with a minute and 44 seconds to play. Yesterday's game was against UC Riverside. Jared Hyder returned. He missed the last few games with a knee injury. Hyder played 16 minutes. He scored two points. Off the inbounds here, Mustafa Lawrence finds Orlando Robinson, who drains the three. Robinson, four of seven from three-point range yesterday. More on him in a minute. Hyder with the ball, giving to Nate Grimes. He drains the jumper. Grimes had 12 points on five of nine shooting. He also had one block. Here it is. And this leads to a transition basket. Anthony Holland to New Williams to Aguira Gao for the dunk. Agao's only basket of the game, but the Bulldogs were up three. More Robinson now. New Williams feeds him on the block. One dribble, a spin. He gets the short shot. Orlando Robinson scored a game-high 27 points yesterday. That comes after he scored 24 in Monday's game against San Francisco. He's a freshman, by the way. Bulldogs led by nine at halftime. Second half, that lead increases. Robinson with an assist to New Williams. A dunk for the senior. Only four points for him, though, snaps his streak of five straight games, scoring in double figures. More Robinson, strong to the basket and the foul. Dogs up by 12, 38-26. Couple minutes later, they'd spread the floor. Off a Riverside miss, Anthony Holland takes off running. He's going to miss the layup, but Nate Grimes is there for the follow. A one-handed dunk. At this point, it looked like Fresno State was well on its way to staying undefeated against Riverside all time. The lead would expand to 20 with 9.42 to play, 55-35. But that's when the Highlanders caught on fire, specifically Dikembe Martin and Arinze Chittum, who scored a team-high 25 points. That was Chittum for three right there. He made five of those. Martin had three, but all of his came during a 25-2 run for UC Riverside. In the final 9.42, Fresno State did not make a field goal in that stretch. With 22 seconds left, the game is tied at 57. Riverside has the ball. Dikembe Martin puts up another three. He misses this one, but Zion Pullen is right there for the rebound. He goes up with it. Nate Grimes called for a goaltend. The officials review it, but the call stands. Highlanders up two. They'd be up three with three seconds left. Orlando Robinson, one final heave at the buzzer. Too strong. UC Riverside stuns Fresno State. 60-57, to 57, the final score. You don't think about confidence right now. You just think about getting better. You think about coming back and learning from no mistakes and then making sure the young men there, that their heads are up and we have a, a firm game plan and everybody's mind's right and then you go down to San Diego and you compete. But you don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if our confidence is gone. Mine's not. You know, disappointed, frustrated. Those are accurate words. Too many leads this, 
this year that we've given up. So we, we believe me, we look at everything. We look at everybody, but we have to do better. Fresno State is now 4-9 this season. That includes two conference games, both losses, at home to UNLV, on the road at 25th-ranked Utah State. The Bulldogs just wrapped up a three-game homestand. They went 1-2. They're 3-3 three three at home this season. Of their nine losses, six have been decided by a single possession or in overtime. And you heard Coach Hudson mention San Diego. The Bulldogs' next game is at San Diego State. On New Year's Day, Fresno State will play the undefeated Aztecs 13-0 and ranked 15th in the latest AP poll, 14th in the latest coaches poll. Like the Bulldog men, the women, uh, Bulldog women also played at home yesterday. They hosted UC Merced. And check out the hustle from Haley Cavender. The freshman forces a loose ball, then dives on the ground to try and force a jump ball. On offense, Cavender scored a game-high 19 points. She was one of three Bulldogs to score in double figures yesterday. Ali Gomez, another. 12 points off the bench for her. Bulldogs win 92-26. You heard that right. A 66-point win in their last non-conference game of the season. Their urgency to execute, I think, was there. And I think it, it waned a little bit throughout the month, but I, I definitely think we'll be back and ready to go. Uh, the conference, it's kind of time, right? We did it. We did a Solid job in the preseason, a couple games that, you know, we want back. But for the most part, I thought we did well, especially for losing a Candace White and a scorer in, in her. Um, so I'm excited to be where we're at and just kind of focus on the conference now. The Bulldog women are 9-4 and four this season. They're 2-0 and oh in conference. They'll look to go 3-0 and oh on Wednesday against San Diego State. That game tips off at 6 p.m. at the Save Mart Center. The 26 points allowed to UC Merced yesterday is the fewest total points allowed by the Bulldogs in one game since 1975. Also, Maddie Uti is averaging 17.08 points per game this season. Hannah Cavender, 16.46. Haley Cavender, 16.23. Those three are the second, third, and fourth leading scorers in the Mountain West Conference. Up next on the Bulldog Insider, the Bulldog Foundation recently received a check for $20,000. The reason behind it? The subject of this week's Bulldogs Give Back. Next. Bulldogs Give Back. For the past two years, we've interviewed dozens of prominent members in our community who have used their platforms, their influence, to give back to Fresno State. The idea began with a joint tailgate at Bulldog Stadium with Jeff Thiessen, Ed Dunkel, and Barry Moss leading the way. Those three individuals recently gave a check to the Bulldog Foundation. That tailgate, it raised $20,000 this season. This, for the final time, is Bulldogs Give Back. Precision Civil Engineering, Thiessen Duker Financial Consulting Group, and ASI Administrative Solutions bring you Bulldogs Give Back. Say cheese. It's all smiles at the Point Patio Bar and Bistro. Jeff Thiessen, Ed Dunkel, and Barry Moss present a check for $20,000 to the Bulldog Foundation. The three of us came up with this concept of, of basically throwing the tailgate for our, our friends and, and employees and, and colleagues and, and you know asking them just to come out and have a great time. But you know, in, in, for us doing that, we asked people to make donations to Fresno State. And they came through in a huge way this year. We're able to give $20,000 through those donations uh, of the people that came to our tailgates. And we just think it's a heck of a trade-off. You know, you come out, you have a great time, 
you go to a Fresno State game, and at the same time you gave back a little bit, and and then in turn it turns into be a lot because that twenty thousand dollar check I know means a lot to Fresno State. So where's the money going? One word scholarships. It's so important that we fulfill our promise to our students uh, in order for, their, for them to go out and pursue education and, and better their lives through education. Uh, we have so many other needs of course and, and uh, having this portal in order for people to give allows us to fulfill this one bucket. It helps set uh, another record in the Bulldog Foundation this year by by generating uh, $4,460,000 for scholarships and those opportunities that we're creating for our young men and our young women um, is, uh, is, is a thanks to people like you in our community. It's worth pointing out, despite the fact the football team took a step back in 2019, the joint tailgate did not. More than 500 people showed up at every one. Hopefully we're building an experience where people want to come to the game. There's a reason to go and then get to the tailgate and then get into the stadium and watch the game. What they've done, I mean, it's an, I'll call it an eclectic group of people that have given in a lot of different ways and our fans have so many different things with, around the university. It's, it's been awesome for me. The feeling is mutual. Just ask Terry Toomey. I think the only thing I can say about these three men is I couldn't find better partners in this community uh, for those who are going out and looking to uh, support not only the student athletes, but this university and this valley. Uh, these are true, uh, I don't know how else to say it, they're treasures for us. They're what our community is all about. And you better believe they're already thinking about next year's tailgate. The first one is on September 5th. That's the season opener and home opener against Idaho State. Our thanks to Jeff Thiessen, Ed Dunkel, and Barry Moss, the driving force behind Bulldogs Give Back. Up next on the Bulldog Insider, only two days left in 2019. It was a pretty good year overall at the corner of Cedar and Barstow. We'll take a look back when we come back next. Welcome back to the Bulldog Insider. Josh Hokett, All-American wrestler. Fresno State baseball, Fresno State men's tennis, Mountain West champions. And that's not all. There was a lot to celebrate at Fresno State in 2019. Julia Lopez has our year in review. We begin on the hardwood with the Fresno State men's basketball team that finished 23-9 and under first-year head coach Justin Hudson. Marilyn Huggins, crossover, seven seconds. Braxton for the lead. Oh! Braxton Huggins shoots Fresno State into its first oh. of the game with under five seconds to go. A couple key wins were at Utah State off Braxton Huggins' game-winning three, handing the Aggies their only home loss on the season, a team that won the Mountain West Tournament and made an NCAA Tournament appearance. The same year, the Bulldogs swept San Diego State in the regular season. At Viejas, the Dogs capped off a comeback win after trailing by six with 63 seconds to play. New Williams with a go-ahead dunk and Deshaun Taylor finishing with a game-high 25 points. They can tie it or win it. Watson slips. Gotta get it up. Does. And it's short. And the Bulldogs win it. What a comeback by Fresno State. As for the women, the Bulldogs made it into the WNIT but fell in the first round to Pacific. 
The team finished with a 19-13 overall record, led by Candace White, who became the third leading scorer in program history. On the mats, dual sport athlete Josh Hokett beat Iowa State's Willie Nicholas 7-2 in overtime to clinch fifth place in the NCAA Wrestling Championships. With Hokett's top six finish, he became an All-American wrestler. When you first start wrestling, you know, you watch this NCAA championship, and I'm finally here, and I get to be on the podium. It's just amazing. On the links, the Fresno State women's golf team finished fifth in the Mountain West Championships, but Bulldogs sophomore Bridget Tebow won the individual Mountain West title, becoming just the second Bulldog in program history to do so, and it ended with a celebratory plunge. In late April, the Fresno State football team snapped a three-year drought of not having any players picked in the NFL draft until Keyshawn Johnson. I love Keyshawn Johnson, not that Keyshawn Johnson, this Keyshawn Johnson from Fresno State. Who went in the sixth round, 174th overall, to the Arizona Cardinals. The hard work that you've been putting in all your life, you kind of, you kind of just see it coming to light a little bit, but you know it's not over yet. The Fresno State men's tennis team won the Mountain West Championship for the first time in program history, beating San Diego State, punching their ticket into the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2012. In track and field, Justina Matson won her second straight gold medal in the heptathlon during the Mountain West Championships. The Fresno State baseball team finished the 2019 season 40-16-1 with road wins against ranked opponents like Cal State Fullerton and Tennessee. The Dogs won the Mountain West regular season title and then went on to win the conference tournament in Reno. Your 2019 Mountain West Conference Tournament Champions, the Fresno State Bulldogs. The Dogs advanced to their first regional since 2012. They won their first two games before being eliminated by host Stanford. The Chicago Cubs select Ryan Jensen, a right-handed pitcher from Fresno State University. Now, during the regional, junior right-hander Ryan Jensen was drafted in the first round, 27th overall by the Chicago Cubs, becoming the highest-drafted Diamond Dog since Taylor Ward in 2015, who was picked 26th overall by the Angels. It was a real treat for the Red Wave to see two-thirds of the Big Three return to campus. In November, NBA All-Star Paul George got his number 24 jersey retired and raised into the rafters at the Save Mart Center, right next to Jerry Tarkanian's. Today I am more than grateful and, and uh, more than honored and humbled uh, to have this. Um, I wouldn't have dreamed this in a million years. Yankee star outfielder Aaron Judge returned to the Valley and was honored at the Nevada football game as an honorary captain. The next day, he hosted his all-rise baseball camp for the first time at Fresno State. On the gridiron, one year after finishing 12-2 and winning a Mountain West championship, the Bulldogs wrapped up the 2019 season 4-8 with some close games that kept the fans on the edge of their seats. Once the season wrapped up, head coach Jeff Tedford stepped down for health reasons after three years at the helm. It's with a heavy heart, and I don't, there's no pun intended with that, but uh, I'm announcing today that um, I need to step down as the head coach. And it didn't take long to announce a new head coach. The university held a press conference 11 days later. Our new head coach 
Kaitlyn DeBoer. Former Fresno State Offensive Coordinator Kalen DeBoer returns to the Valley to take over the program. DeBoer spent one year at Indiana as their OC and helped the Hoosiers to their best regular season in 26 years with an 8-4 record. Having learned so much over the past uh, two to three years about Fresno State and being such an integral part of uh, the success that we had, um, it, was a, it was a dream at some point when I was here to maybe be in this position. It really was. There's just a few days left in 2019 and new memories to be made in 2020. Have a happy new year, everyone. I'm Julia Lopez for Bulldog Insider. Julia Lopez reporting. Thanks, Julia. By the way, Paul George had his jersey retired. Ruth Lewanson had her jersey retired as well. The end of the year is always a time for reflection. Senior linebacker Michael Walker had a decision to make at this time last year, declare for the NFL draft or return to Fresno State. He chose the latter. Walker's Bulldog career ended on November 30th. There's a lot he has to say about his time at Fresno State, and he did so recently in a letter to his father. Dear Dad, 16 years ago, you introduced me to the game of football. At the time, I didn't actually want to play, but following your footsteps meant the world to me. I remember my first day of hitting drills, being the smallest kid on the field. I was scared to death, but every time I was up next, I would look over to the parent section and see your smile. You would always give me a thumbs up and whisper, Mike, you got this. I remember being knocked over at least 100 times during camp, but after every practice, you would always pick me up, carry me to the car, and tell me how proud you are to see me keep getting back up. You taught me it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, but how many times you continue to get back up. I wonder if you remember always telling me, Mike, you're special on that field, and I'm not just saying that because I'm your dad. When I lost you freshman year, I was lost, but something that I've held on to was our saying, don't be average. Transferring to Fresno State was a dream come true. It's crazy to think we shared the same locker room. I wish we could share stories about our teammates and locker room atmosphere. Every day I'd be one of the first people to walk down the ramp before practice and tell myself my dad used to be here. No one else understands how proud it makes me to be able to say, I followed in my dad's footsteps. Putting on that Fresno State uniform is unmatched. I'll never forget my first game starting against Idaho. I couldn't help but feel your presence. That night, you were on the field with me. It helped me block out the nerves. This past season, I was selected as a captain. And to be able to represent the Walker last name has meant the world to me. You set the foundation for me and have been with me every step of the way. Whenever I'm in a difficult spot on the field or in the weight room or even in the classroom, I can hear you say, Mike, don't be average. Coming in as a D2 transfer, I knew it would be hard, but every day I strive to make you proud. Here at Fresno State, we did a lot of great things to uphold the standards you and your teammates helped create. Even this year, no matter the outcome, my guys fought to the very end, and I will forever be grateful. This team was young, but they're destined for greatness. 
with our coaches' leadership, they would do a lot of exciting things in the years to come. The Redways fan base was unreal. Is unreal. They welcomed me in with open arms. Being able to practice on the same field you did and run down the same ramp as a Bulldog, just as you did, was the best experience of my life. My time as a Bulldog has come to an end, just as yours did. But I am incredibly grateful for you leading the way. I will always be Bulldog born, Bulldog bred. I will always take pride in both of us being Bulldog born and Bulldog bred. I love you and miss you, Dad. Love, Mike. Welcome back to the Bulldog Insider. Time now for our play of the week. It's brought to you by HR Mobile Services, making your company compliant. For that, we go back to yesterday. The outcome wasn't good for the Fresno State men's basketball team, but the first half ended like this on a half-court buzzer beater by Nevin Hart. It gave the Bulldogs a nine-point lead at the break. It was Hart's only shot and only points of the game. Our Tweet of the Week, brought to you by Texas Day Brazil. It's from yesterday, from David Carr, tweeting about the college football playoff semifinal between LSU and Oklahoma. Joe, meaning Joe Burrow, is going to look back next year at this time and seriously ponder if his group of skill guys are as good as what he had at LSU football. It's a weird feeling. Sounds to me like Carr was making a first-person comparison between what he had at Fresno State in 2001 and what he had with the Houston Texans in 2002. That Fresno State team had guys like Bernard Berrien and Rodney Wright. We'll be right back. A reminder, you can always watch segments from the show online at yourcentralvalley.com. Whether you missed them the first time or like them so much you want to watch them again, the website is yourcentralvalley.com. You can also listen to the Bulldog Insider whenever you want. We're a podcast. Look at all the places where you can hear us. Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, among others. And, of course, on the Bulldog Insider page at yourcentralvalley.com. The Bulldog wrestling team is home this week on Thursday. Two duels against Cal Poly and Utah Valley. That's it for us this week and for this year. As always, we thank you for watching. We are not on next week due to the Golden Globes. We'll see you again on January 12th, and we're back in our non-football season time slot of 6 p.m. Have a good night and a happy new year.